<laughs> Tonight, we're talking with Stacy Chambers, the founder of GoGo's Retread Threads out of Baltimore. So if you're interested in anything about uh, word of mouth marketing, the reuse economy, a roaming business, or retail, tonight's show is going to be perfect for you. She's very creative, an awesome business, like I said, that's out of Baltimore, which we've never featured on YFE before. Watch the entire 30 minutes, ask questions using the hashtag YFE chat, and make sure that you check in over chat. I'm your host, Jennifer Dono uh, of YFE Chat Live, the show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern for young female entrepreneurs here at YFELive.com. Tonight's episode, episode 83, is brought to you by Ovali TV. Ovali believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today at MailChimp.com for free. So tonight's episode 83 is, the topic is reuse. Let me make sure I get this right because I was really proud of myself that it's all ours. (laughs) Roaming, reuse, and retail with Stacey Chambers, the founder of GoGo's Retread Threads out of Baltimore. It's going to be a really fun show. She's very creative. If you can show a couple pictures of her bus, she has a thrift shop in her bus. And I used all of my restraint that are my powers of restraint to not play Macklemore's thrift shop or thrift thrifty whatever i forget what that's called that song which i'm sure she's probably heard way too many times or have people like made too many little silly remarks about it but anyway so i'm really excited to talk to her nicole uh nicole of the wardrobe code is actually on chat so i'm excited for her to get introduced to stacy because nicole was on earlier talking to us about thrifting and that's how we got introduced to the topic so it's gonna be a really fun one um I mentioned MailChimp as a sponsor. Fun little side note, I follow someone that works for MailChimp and she put in a, um, a data an image of the snacks that the MailChimp staff consumes. Really funny and it corresponds <laughs> with the Mashable article I read earlier in the week. You guys will have to Google it, Mashable MailChimp. I'll try and include the link. It's all about data and how MailChimp uh, collects data and how they present it to their clients. Super interesting stuff. Um, Another side note before we bring Stacy in is the action calendar. So the last two months we've been doing daily actions. This is something we started at the beginning of the year uh, around January, February, doing these daily action items where you looked at a calendar and you were able to do things together as a community and share in what you were able to accomplish. So being a young female entrepreneur, it's super stressful and we have busy schedules and so we don't actually get to do something every day and it falls on different days. And so we're just gonna stick to Fridays right now. This is another way to meet other young female entrepreneurs. Tomorrow our action items Item is to make a to-do list 10 items to get your first two ones checked off so take a picture of your to-do list take a picture of what you accomplish and meet other YFEs in this way and this is just you know as you go through your day tag a picture or tweet it using the hashtag YFE chat it's a great way 
to connect with like-minded individuals. And tomorrow's action item is courtesy of Nicole Smart, who was last week's YFE chat guest. She's fantastic. If you haven't watched the episode, make sure you do so. It's episode 82. All right, so our last item of business before we bring Stacey in is that the book club, Bootstrap Book Club, is reading Thank You Economy. So let's bring Stacey on so she can talk about the Thank You Economy and what's happening in the Bootstrap Book Club. There's over 450 women now that's reading Gary Vaynerchuk together. So Stacey, you have two people that you want to feature, first of all. I want to make sure we get those in. I do. I We actually have been getting really good response from people in um, our question. So thank you guys for participating. I wanted to say that. But tonight, I want to highlight two people who participated in question three. It is question three, right, Jen? Question three? Yeah, I think question so. three. <laughs> okay. I only made up the question. I don't know how to number them. Um, so first of all, it's Melissa Penton, who's at melissapenton.com. She is working on her Facebook engagement, so be able to get to her Facebook page and engage with her because that's really cool. I the purpose of all the questions is to really encourage people to take action. So it was really cool to see Melissa like jumping in saying, "Yeah, I'm taking action on getting doing this." So very cool. You can also connect with her on Twitter at, at Melissa Penton. Very cool. Also, I want to highlight somebody who's actually with us tonight, Ursula Reynolds at Ubren. Um, you can find her at ubren.com. And she um, is also participating with us and answered the question. And she had some really great information. And so it's been really cool to get everybody's feedback on the question. Um, And it's really, really cool to get to connect with other people. Um, Especially in this question, there's already been a lot of talk about networking together and exchanging Twitter handles and really sort of um, sharing each other content and, and finding quality content from other people to share. So it's a really, really, really cool networking tool and a really great place to connect with other YFEs and other bootstrappers. Yeah, and you've been doing a great job asking the questions, Stacey, so thank you so much for that. Uh, (laughs) You guys can find Bootstrap Book Club at yfe.me forward slash find me in the club. You can find out more about it and everything like that. Um, It's a fun little free thing that you can do in Facebook. Yep. All right. Thank you so much, Stacy, for doing that. And Stacy's on the chat under at YF Entrepreneur and on the hashtag YFE chat. She's at the Stacy Harris herself on Twitter. So make sure that you check in on Twitter, check in on the chat and connect with her there. We'll bring Stacy back at the end of the show, too, so she can say goodbye to everyone. She's awesome. Love having Stacy be part of YFE Chat Lives. So let's talk about today's guest. She's another Stacy, and as Stacy affectionately said, for those of you that are attending live, she spells her name correctly, which Stacy is always impressed by, um, S-T-A-C-E-Y. So sorry for all of you girls that are spelling your name S-T-A-C-I-E, because apparently that is the incorrect way to do it. So Stacy Chambers has always been on the move, so it comes as little surprise that Chambers would wind up running a fashion boutique out of a bus. Chambers runs go-go retread threads out of a bus from the early 90s. She named it Elsa, parking at farmer's markets, at festivals, and on neighborhood streets to sell vintage clothes. So Stacy, thank you so much for being on YFE Chat Live. Hey, thanks for having me, Jen. I really appreciate the uh, opportunity, and thanks for having me, YFE, and thanks to everybody who's listening. So let's talk a little bit about the whole why behind the bus, because the bus, oh my goodness, we'll have to keep showing. I took a bunch of pictures from your Facebook page, and the bus is really unique, and it's gone through some some changes. The first pictures I saw were of it, like a clean white slate, and now it has, you know, different um, artwork on it. It seems like it kind of changes out. But why the bus in the first place? Why why the roaming aspect of the retail business? A clean white slate. That's very kind of you. Most people refer to it in the beginning as the prison bus. Um, <laughs> I, 
Um, well, you know, I took some business classes. I was going to do a brick and mortar storefront, and then uh, one day I heard this NPR news article, um, a radio article about how people always say they support small business in their communities, but they really support it. Like, oftentimes they travel, you know, they go to little boutiques in different cities, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I was a freak. I would sit on the street and count how many cars drove by to see, like, what area would be the best demographic for me to open a storefront. And then that NPR story just really hit me. And I was like, I do not want to take my entire nest egg that I've been saving for my business and um, just leave it to whether or not people are going to come to me. So I got the idea for the bus. And um, I was like, I have a Jeep Wrangler as my primary vehicle. And... There's no way I could, could run a mobile store out of a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> so I told a couple of friends, I was like, I think I may buy like a Winnebago or a bus or something like that. I told like three people. And literally the same day I told someone, one of my friends, um, he was like, hey, I saw this bus on a website. And I literally bought that bus. Um, I went the next day on Wednesday and saw it. I literally bought the bus on Friday and that was it. I mean, there was no... Sometimes the universe is just like, hey, you want this? Here you go. Now, what are you going to do with it? And I think, you know, hesitation is what really uh, can be something that is a detriment to people. So That's a great point, hesitation. It's definitely something, especially like with the fear component of it, which I'm sure buying a bus and getting started and going off on your own and starting a business, like you said in the bio, too, you're someone that is constantly roaming. It's something that you've done, like you explained to me over the phone, that it's something you've been doing all your life. So how did you get over that initial fear, I guess, or not hesitate (laughs) and just move forward? I I mean, honestly, I think, you know, sometimes, you know, the things are sort of forced upon you and I think that you just react to them and you know it was my idea to do the bus but it happened so quickly that there there was no fear it was just like okay this is what I'm doing and did you ever have buyer's remorse the first the first day um the guy drove the bus to me and I drove him home I I had a little bit of a moment of panic I remember I like went in I like stumbled I like drove him home and then I'm like oh my god and I stumbled into the Rite Aid and I'm like I need water help me please (laughs) and they were like what's wrong like I just bought a bus like what like I need water I just bought a bus and then the woman there was like uh do you need me to call any like family members that's cute no I'm I'm good and so then so it happens to the best of us Oh, yeah, definitely. There's always those moments. but um, And then for some reason, right after I bought the bus, um, I'm in frequently ill, but I bought the bus like uh, September, and I got chicken pox right after that. So uh, (laughs) That's crazy. Chicken pox of all illnesses. Yes, but it was good because it, it let me rest up before my big adventure, and I taught myself how to juggle, so... Well, there you go. So, I mean, and I might be getting a little bit ahead of myself right now with this, but as far as startup costs go, if you're, I mean, because there's two components here, you know, you had to buy the bus. So you're actually buying something versus, you know, putting out a lease or whatever in a retail shop. And then also you have um, thrift shop, you know, you have to purchase the actual products. And I don't Mm -hmm. really know how that works too with, with the business model of a thrift shop. So maybe I'm wrong in thinking there's not a huge amount of capital that has to go out with this. But what type of startup cost did you incur with GoGo's? Do you call it well, Gogos for short, or is it like? I do. Okay. I mean, the thing is, I took this business class, and they were like, the, in the business class, they're like, 
having a long name can be good because people will identify with certain parts of the name. And it does happen. Most people just call it the Go-Go's bus. Um, but there are other people that just refer to it as a retread threads. It just sort of people, some people say the whole name. It's a little bit of a mouthful, but it is what it is. Um, no, I like it. It fits, <laughs> it fits the bus's personality and, and yours, too. I thought it was perfect for it after oh, I met you. you. That's so. really sweet of you to say. Um, and plus, you know, the go-go thing is definitely dear to my heart. Um, as far as the costs that were incurred, um, I mean, the, the bus itself, you know, was the substantial cost. And it, it's sort of scary, you know. Um, buying a used car is scary. You're like, oh, is this going to be a lemon? But when you're buying yeah. a used bus, it's a lot like, holy Toledo. I almost said the S word, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I can't believe I just did this. Um, and then the clothing, I, you know, I was going to open a storefront. So I had been amassing clothing and I'd always been a collector of, of you know, vintage and gently used and repurposed clothing. I just feel like um, socially, and also as an individual, you get, you get a, it's, it's more socially conscious, even if it's from the gap or something like that. I just feel like it's been wandered. It's been sort of in the system. So it's a little bit more removed from the, the negative connotations of, you know, um, mass produced clothing. And also with the vintage clothing, I just feel, you know, it's, it's so much more thoughtfully made and manufactured. And um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the cost, you know, amassing a lot of clothes is is definitely there's a challenge and a cost that goes along with it. But it's not like I'm going to New York and like you know buying a bunch of couture things. It's just you know. So well, are you the buyer, or are you, or do you have someone else do that for you? Uh, I wish I had more people do that for me. I mean, I have a lot. Um, a lot of what I have on my bus are things that I would really like to see people in and things that I think people will feel good in. Um, you know, I don't have any, I try not to put things out there that would, I wouldn't want to look at. So, um, you know, I try to be a little higher editorial than that. And there's always a couple of things, like I do some consignments, so sometimes friends will give me stuff and I'm like... Uh, okay, <laughs> there's going to be someone that loves this. They hope they like live in like Indianapolis, so I never have to see them on the street in this. But I love you, so I will sell this for you. No, well, um, that's awesome. As far as you know, you get to put so much of your own eye into the clothing that you purchase, and it's got to be tough too with buying for such a small space. I've talked to a few retail owners that they're just like, our, our shop is so small. I don't know how I can pack enough stuff in to, to reach the right person. And so I think with your business, it adds an, an additional piece. Not only are you working with a small space and that it's a bus, but um, it's one that's roaming and that your your clientele could potentially be changing. It could be new people coming in all the time. So it adds. But before I get into that, I, I forgot to like make sure that I hone in on this. Do you, for As far as funding for the capital to get the bus started, is this something that you self-funded or did you get a loan for? What did that look like? Yeah, uh, I'm completely and totally self-funded. Um, I just, I just saved. Um, unfortunately, my my family are all good-looking and not affluent, so yeah, they <laughs> passed down the aesthetic gene, not the abundance of money gene. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. You know, you it take what you're given. It's all exactly. Good. It's all good. Yeah. But but yeah, completely self-funded. So going into you know the the fact that this is a roaming business, a mobile business, which is really trendy right now. I'm sure it wasn't a couple of years ago when you got started, but I feel like right now the idea of pop-up shops and the the premise that you can move your business from one farmer's market to the next is really 
on point, but it also it feels like would have a lot of challenges involved with it. So first of all, is there a difference between like a mobile business and a pop-up shop? Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like pop-up shops cater more to, um, to me, a little bit more like specialized items like, hey, this is, you know, holiday wear, this is Halloween wear, this is like, you know, um, Doc Martens is doing, you know, a special anniversary shop where they're just having all kinds of this throwback stuff. I mean, it, it definitely, um, to me, I, I really pride myself on, even though I move all around, developing relationships with people. And I'm so grateful to everyone that shops me. And moving around doesn't mean that I'm not in the same place and that people can't find me. It means that I just develop a broader range of relationships. And that's sort of the, the thing that really like butters my bread, so to speak. Um, I feel like with pop-up shops, you know, people definitely, it's like, and with me, you know, some not everybody is going to be like the same customer. I have people that are from out of state, blah blah blah. But um, they have no real tie to the community because they're just going to leave exactly the next day. Exactly. Well, it seems like going through your Facebook photos, which, by the way, you guys should all check out. Uh, what's your Facebook URL? Uh, it's uh, Go Go's Retread Threads. That's on it. Facebook.com. You guys have yep. to check it out because I think what you do really uh, brilliantly is utilize Instagram. And one of the Instagrams that you did today was, um, or maybe yesterday, was of a girl with like a 1980s, like one, a skirt my mom I wore. I think I have a picture of her in it. And she was like <laughs> turned around with her booty in the camera and you yeah, said something yeah. like this, this butt makes the skirt smile or something like that. Thing, yeah. Her booty made the skirt sing. What can you do? Yeah, that's you, it. You that, you know? It was really I'm fun. So on that note, I mean, I love how you inject your personality in everything that you do. It's very obvious, you know, just speaking with you and in your Facebook marketing and everything. But how do people find your business since it is, you know, it's not in the same location every time. How do you let people know, hey, I'm going to be over here today and actually have them show up? Uh, well, I mean... It's definitely, you know, social media driven, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I always say that I'm going to do my Google Calendar and update it, but I don't. I'm really sorry about that, everybody who I don't update the calendar and always yell at me about. Um, but yeah, Facebook, Instagram, all of, all of the uh, social media things have really been instrumental as far as you know where I'm going to be at I mean I'm, there's a couple places I'm often at like the Sunday the JFX farmers market in the city always there I have a really strong um, like client base and families there so people kind of know that they can find me there um, and you know certain like a partner university is, is as frequently as possible but I'm in a bus so it's, I'm at the mercy of the main streets of Baltimore as far as where I can fit this parking yeah Seriously. So uh, fashionably chic TR says your hair looks fine, Stacy. Thank you. It's this one piece like right here. It keeps going into my left eyeball. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Is it Violisa? How are you doing? <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the, since we're talking about marketing and how you get the word out about where your business is, um, one of the things that uh, I think that's really interesting. So first of all, Kudos on hiring an amazing intern. She's fantastic. The girl is a huge, just an amazing brand ambassador. And I think the the term, the phrase brand ambassador is something that I really want to explore with you because when I was trying to find you online on Twitter, I could not find you, but I found a ton of people that were talking about you. 
And they were using all sorts of weird hashtags and like all sorts of stuff to actually talk about you on Twitter. Um, so how do you get people to align with and be kind of like a cheerleader for your brand and to tell everyone about it? What are some things that have really set you apart that have made people go out of their way to evangelize about you? Uh, you know, I, I really do care. And I think that people realize that, I hope. And, you know, I embrace them as much as they embrace me. And I'm grateful and appreciative of everyone who shops me every time. Um, as far as, you know, I think, you know, I take photos of people with their purchases, you know, and because it, I think it makes people happy. It makes people feel like, hey, you know, I'm a part of this whole thing also, and I'm a part of this environment, of this experience. And, I, you know, I think people like that. People like to have their, make their mark. I mean, like people can sign the ceiling on my bus, and, and people love that. Like, I have people that, like, first year I was in, I mean, I erase big sections just because I think, you know, change and changing it up is really imperative. And but people will come and be like, my signature is still there, you know? And uh, I think with the photos and with just you know, the the mutual adoration. As much as they love me, I love them. I think you brought up a great point about that they're part of your family. And that really did feel like it when I was looking through the Twitter comments and people talking about you on Facebook and the Instagram photos. It does. It feels like you are BFFs with them and that you know everything about them, that they might be like your brother or sister or something like that in the photo because the comments that you make, too, are perfect on spot. And it just feels like you have a personal relationship with all these people. So, And it's funny because I've been hearing, I feel like people are smacking me over the head this week with the idea that relationships are key in business and it feels like uh that's something that is a like gary vaynerchuk talks about in the thank you economy that if we're at a return to relationships to one-on-one -on -one engagement versus this just throw it out into the masses so i think you're an awesome example and hopefully everyone can check out your instagram photos and facebook and kind of take what you will from that you might not be in the same business that stacy's in but hopefully you can get inspired to incorporate it in some way in your business so i wanted to talk about sales goals since you are in retail all of us sell something but mo most young female entrepreneurs, I feel like, do kind of fo focus more on the service end of the of the spectrum. Uh, in retail, mm -hmm. um, I worked retail in college, and we had really strict goals. We said, I'm going to make this amount of money by the end of the day. Each price, um, I forget what we called it, like checkout price point or whatever, had to be a certain amount of money. Do you have those types of benchmarks within your business, or are you a little bit more lenient about it? Uh, I mean, I'm hard on myself in regards to, you know, I, I, I want to succeed, but I think the perception of success for me is a little bit different. I mean, you know, sometimes I go out and I don't kill it. I don't make a million dollars, but I meet someone and I engage with someone and I, you know, sell them a sweater and um, I make someone happy. And I think... You know, my benchmarks are, you know, personal satisfaction and, and personal self-worth are met, like, every day, as long as I can, like, give somebody a hug and, like, be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And, and or even if they don't find something, just the fact that I can, like, maybe show them, like, hey, um, you're in a kind of crappy job. I worked a kind of crappy job, too, for a really <laughs> long time, and I was unappreciated, and... I did something and and made my life a little bit better and maybe maybe they don't buy my skirt but maybe I've inspired them to think a little bit differently or empower them to maybe make a change in their life that they've not been able to do before. So yes. 
I will, That's it. There's a couple things, I mean, that you've said that have really inspired me as far as, you know, your personal brand, apart from your relationship building and that your involvement in the Baltimore community, your personal brand is really well defined, which I'm, I don't know if you've do you, have you done that on purpose? Is this something you, you craft or you, you realize like certain little uh, intricacies you have and you, you know, you focus on that or how did you develop that personal <laughs> brand? I know it's a silly question to ask, but uh, it's for you, for certain people. I just feel like you re- you really know yourself very well. I mean, I don't think it's a silly question at all. I think that I'm a silly person. So <laughs> that's why I'm giggling. Like um, my personal brand, I guess I just you know, I wish I could say like, oh, I'm, I'm going to put this photo on here and it's going to make somebody feel this way. Most of what I do is just is just instinct. And I do a lot of things under the guise that no one is watching and no one's paying attention. Because I think sometimes you get wrapped up in your own head and wrapped up in like, oh, is this going to be offensive? Is this going to be the wrong thing? Is this going to be this? Am I going to meet enough people or am I going to hashtag this right? Um, and then you, you again hesitate, you know, I just kind of do everything like screw it. I'm going to throw this out there and hopefully my fact that I'm, I'm not being fake and I'm being sincere with everything I put out there is something people respond to. And so far so good. Well, and let's talk about the events before we get into because I want to do a feature five to find out a little bit more about you before we let you go. You have a few images of that look like it's a fashion show. So what's that all about? Because these are in-person events, and it looks like a little bit more produced than just, you know, having people show yeah. up at your shop. Um, I've done a couple fashion shows. Um, probably the ones that are most prevalently um, noted in the photos were from Artscape. It's a, it's a huge uh, art event that takes place in Baltimore in the summertime. And I'm part of something, I've been part of something called Fashion Block the past couple of years. And that's something that benefits AIRS, which is an AIDS housing program in Baltimore, and also the Baltimore Fashion Alliance. They built a runway against the side of my bus, and we just did runway shows, like, all day, featuring, like, all local designers and local boutiques. And it was really excellent to be a part of that and to be showcased in such an amazing way. So cool. Now, I mean, it seems like you really have a love for Baltimore. How has Baltimore shaped you as an entrepreneur? And by the way, a side note, Allison is saying that her her professor for entrepreneurship is going to be showing this video in class next week. Oh, I think you're an amazing role model for young women. So, I mean, as far as Baltimore goes, goes, do you speak at like at for classes at classes or how? I mean, how is going back to my original question? How has it shaped you as an entrepreneur? (laughs) Well, uh, first of all, I, I love Baltimore. I, you know, I moved here, you know, several years ago now, multiple years ago, and I moved from out west. And you know, I wasn't sure. You know, I'd never been on the East Coast, never been experienced anything. But uh, you know, I grew up in Reno, and Baltimore, you know, definitely is a working class city. But there's so much, you know, civic community sense of just supporting everyone and everybody being sort of looking after one another and it's really really amazing to be a part of and because it's so diverse like culturally demographically every way um i really feel like i've been able to sell and learn and grow from so many different sources um and so because of that i feel like you know my business has been able to just sort of expand on that and I'm so grateful to Baltimore and so grateful to the people and um, even the mayor shopped me. Um, but yeah, it's just a very, very amazing town. Come visit Baltimore. 
That's a nice commercial for Baltimore. <laughs> so going into the feature five, so this is talking a little bit about who Stacy Chambers is as a person and an entrepreneur. Uh, what does your work environment look like? Uh, well, my bus um, is pretty much my main work environment. Uh, it's a glorious 1994 international bus that was painted by a local artist, Matt Muirhead. It's also one of my besties. Um, exterior, interior-wise, you know, it's, of course, racks of clothing and shoes, and it's, you know, a, it's like your best friend's closet on wheels. Um, you know, Do you I've have sold- Wi-Fi on the bus or an internet connection? <laughs> um, I don't too much. Everything's done by my phone, um, although I tested my my mom, uh, <laughs> my brother bought my mom a um, a tablet for Christmas, and she was super pissed because she wanted a Kindle. <laughs> she didn't understand <laughs> the tablet was in fact a Kindle plus so much more. And so she was like, screw this. I'm mailing it to you. <laughs> so thanks, Cameron, that from my brother. He, I think, knows that. But it totally works. So now I'll be able to do a little bit more on the bus, which is awesome. Do you use um, Square? Oh, yeah. Love Square. Um, that is, I don't think I could make, I mean, nobody really carries cash in anymore that's completely revolutionized my business um so you can just do square from like the tablet or your phone no internet so as far as female role models go do you have any role models or mentors that are women uh i mean you know of course like borrowing into my family i have a, a deep you know, respect for the women in my family. Everybody's the good-looking women in your family. <laughs> good-looking women in my family. They're good-looking and they're badass and, um, you know, definitely card sharks in my family. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of, like, historical... Sorry, my friend was laughing at that. Um, you know, there's, like, historical women um, that I kind of borrow from and, like, oh, you know... Um, like Edna St. Vincent Millay, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, wow, that was really inspiring. But I mean, to say, you know, this is a, a women's entrepreneur podcast, but, or not podcast, sorry, um, webcast. Um, there are a lot of just people, you know, um, that are inspiring to me on a daily basis, you know, where I just, you know, I'm walking across the street to go get, you know, a cup of tea and I'll just see someone that's like really putting themselves out there, like helping someone and, and, I guess I, I seek inspiration, inspiration in my day-to-day life as opposed to the grandiose. I love that. It's all about being present in the moment or in the day that you can actually take inspiration from just random people on the sidewalk, exactly. that type of a thing. So as far as um, outside of business goes, do you have any hobbies or is it all business all the time for you? Um, you know, it's it's a lot of business right now. I'm saving for a big trip, so... Um, I'm going to probably close up shop for a couple months in the winter. So it's definitely all about the business right now. Um, I mean, I love... It seems like a lot of people in the mobile business do that. They, there are a lot of... I've met a lot of people that are um, like uh, food trucks, that they are snowboarders during the the winter. So they are a food truck because they want to go snowboarding from November through February. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, last year I did that. I went home and visited my family for a couple of months. January and February in Reno, and this year I'm trying to go to Asia. So wow. I was like, I can do better than Reno. I'm gonna try try a different. A different yeah, that's uh, really ambitious, but that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, so thanks. As far as advice for young female entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs like Allison, who's in an entrepreneurship class, what advice would you give them? 
Uh, just, just stay strong. Don't second guess yourself. Be a kick-ass person. Treat everyone regardless of whether they are the person cleaning out your trash cans or, or the person that sends your paycheck with like love and decency and respect. I love that. Now, the last question is a little silly. What's your favorite drink? Uh, anything with ginger. I love the kick of ginger. So ginger ale, ginger beer. Do you ever do ginger and lemon tea? Yes. I, I do my own grated ginger stuff. I make That's a funny. kick-ass ginger Well, drink. I bought ginger the other day with the idea that I was going to do that at night with an ad lemon. I still haven't done it. <laughs> it's really easy. You just get like a little great, like grater and you like peel the ginger with a spoon and then just grate the hell out of it. You're going to be fun. I need to do it. I'll do it, and I'll 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 check in with you. It'll be my goal to this week. Yes. To do the ginger. If you tea. want, you can call me. I'll walk you through it. Nice. <laughs> All right. So, Stacy, tell us where we can find you online after this. Okay. Uh, I will be a face. Uh, my my website is gogosrechatbreads.com. My amazing intern Allison just like punched up my website. It looks fantastic. Thank you, Allison. Super love and hugs to you um and then facebook is gogo's retread threads facebook.com i'm on instagram under gogo's retread threads uh my twitter is gogo's threads and um let's see i think that's pretty much it whatever new social media comes out in like the next two weeks i will be on that as well i'm sure and are you going to be on in the bus this weekend it's also be kind of crappy weather this weekend um and maybe at the gathering, which is this awesome food truck thing throughout Baltimore, um, if the rain cooperates, I'll be there tomorrow night. It's going to be at the Museum of Industry. And Sundays, I'm almost always at the Farmer's Market downtown. So it's the JFX Farmer's Market and Bazaar. There's a ton of great vendors besides myself there. And, uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, Stacey, thank you so much for being on YFE Chat Live. I really appreciate you sharing so much with us. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. And again, thanks to everybody who's listening and watching and uh, telling me not to mess with my bangs. I really appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> but see, it looks stupid. I'm having like a bad bangs. Bangs are always so frustrating. Yeah. Add rain and like humidity too in exactly. the Northwest. That's why I'm growing mine out because I couldn't take it anymore. I have had bangs since I was six. So I think people wouldn't recognize me if I didn't have bangs. I would probably walk by them and be like, who the hell are you? The things we have to worry about as female exactly. entrepreneurs, I'm telling exactly. you. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Stacy. Thank you. Have a nice evening. You too. So we've been watching Stacy Chambers. She's the founder of GoGo's Retread Threads out in Baltimore. Make sure you guys check out her shop if you're anywhere in the area. You can get some maybe one-on-one -on -one coaching while you try on 80 skirts and pose for her and... Yeah, <laughs> you guys will have to check out her Facebook page so you know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, I sound kind of weird. So anyway, uh, make sure next Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, we're doing the same thing over again. And we're actually going to be speaking with someone in um, Detroit. So it's another city that we've never Skyped in uh, for YFE Chat Live. Uh, really excited for that. Another brick and mortar, although Stacy's not really technically a brick and mortar. Um, it's another in-person shop they can go into. So it's going to be really fun. Hopefully you can all show up then. Um, let's bring on at the Stacey Harris before we go so we can make sure that we feature anyone that's left. Stacy, thank you so much for being on um, YFE's Twitter handle too. Hopefully everyone got the chance to tweet with you. Yes, we have lots of good tweets tonight. Um, 
And I, I just want to say that my favorite part was during the Future Five when we talked about like taking inspiration in every day. That's something that I think as an entrepreneur is so, so easy to forget. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, because we're all trying to get to like that next moment or that next goal or that next achievement. And it's like, today's good. We're good. <laughs> so it, it was it was a nice reminder to have. It is a good reminder, especially because you always think of who's my inspiration as an entrepreneur. You feel like they have to be just like you or look just like you. But I think some of the best stuff comes from people that are in other industries or people that are not even entrepreneurs, you know, that type of a thing. So I really liked, I mean, there's so many things that I like about Stacey Chambers. I'm a big fan of hers. I'm a big fan of everyone, I feel like, that's named Stacey with an <laughs> EY, by the way. That's right. <laughs> so Stacey, uh, Stacey, at the Stacey Harris Stacey, uh, where can we find you after YFHot? We can find me at thestaceyharris.com or just at the Stacey Harris on Twitter. And come anywhere in, the Stacey Harris happens. I know. I, when I talk about Stacey, I say the Stacey Harris. A lot of people do. That's I actually horrible. have people send me emails <laughs> and I hi, like, at when the, you get uh, emails from me in my newsletter, people a lot of people respond to me and they're like, Dear the Stacey Harris. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. All right. I'm like Madonna now with one name. <laughs> I know, right? So everyone, uh, make sure that you tweet Stacy and that you uh, check in on question three in Bootstrap Book Club. It's a really good question. There's some good conversation happening. So um, let's go ahead and close out the night. Thank you so much to both of the Stacys for being on the show this evening. It was so much fun. Uh, so make sure that you sign up for Mailed It. It's our mailing list over at yfe.me forward slash Mailed It. That's how you stay in the loop with everything YFE. We've got things going on in different cities around the U.S. We have live webcast happening where there's networking all sorts of fun stuff so this has been jennifer dono you can find me on twitter at jennifer dono d-o-n-o-g-h and until next thursday tweet me say hi and have a fantastic week